Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We ask that you help me. Jesus, I ask for help this afternoon. Oh, sorry, this evening. Help, 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 help from heaven. Thank you so much for joining. I want to appreciate our pastors in the house, Pastor Jeff, Pastor Femi, Pastor Bukumi, and all their wives, Pastor Essie, Pastor, Pastor Bemi, Pastor Tovia, and also my wife, Pastor Stacy. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for giving me, for saying I'm the one that to interview. Every time I come to take this class, you know, I learn a lot. And any time I'm about to take it, it's also a time for refreshing. And I'm not always bold to speak God's word like that, you know, in a sense. I depend on God to speak his word. Standing in for God as a I think they need to claim some what it means just on our parents and all that. You says I'm under you all for and I appreciate the privilege of saying everything I'll be saying under all my pastors and also parents. And yeah, uh, you know, so I hope we have being blessed so far. Hope these things have really been impacting life into us. And I'm sure without any doubt that it it has, you know, because for me and my household we can testify of that. And I believe that is our testimony. And I hope that behind the scene we are paying attention to every word that has been said, going through the notes, jotting, you know, because this is a class, this is, these are things that are very important for our future, you know, our future in God. This is the foundation. This, what the, sorry to say, uh, the things that we really, really call milk of God's word is actually is actually Christ. You know, so so many times I I, I want to say it again because I'm saying it with because with a lot of you know that word foundation foundation is Christ. Say so there is no other foundation that should be laid apart which is laid. Before you build a house, 
you lay foundation. Praise God. Hallelujah. Who is ministering to me with me this evening? Is it Daniel? Is it Wesley? Who is ministering to me? Hallelujah. Pastor says good evening. I'll help you, sir. Okay, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. So I'll say something, you know. What was the last thing I said? That before a house is built, Wesley, what do we do? You lay foundation. Foundation. So if you say foundation, you see, a lot of things that have been called milk or defined as milk in time past are really, really not milk. You get but is is the milk of the milk. Let me just use that word. You know. You know, there is the milk of the milk. Did you get? So those are praise God. Are you with me, sir? Yes, sir. Maybe if I have better words to say, it will really, really probably clarify, you know, some of these things. You know, the truth is, for me, maybe I should just speak for myself. I'm learning, I'm learning the spirit. I'm learning the word. Learning, you know. And most of the time when you follow, when you follow Bible, you just find out that maybe, maybe because of, you know, the place we are, or I'm not trying to exalt us in any way, but I'm just saying that maybe because of the sight we are using to look at the scripture, we are able to now deduce that. Okay, actually, Hebrews 6, verse 1, is foundation, right? Yes, sir. Yes, so if that is foundation, how will the building be? Mm. You understand, you know, at times when you look at some of these things, you know, a lot of times when you see, when we start to teach, you wonder like, ah, this thing is tending Christ, is moving towards something deep, eternal judgment. We are seeing people looking at deeds. We are looking at works in foundation. You get what I'm trying to say? So we are looking at, so, but what we call milk in the body right now is one aspect of milk. Because the truth is, you know, milk, congealed milk too, is meat. That's why I called it milk of milk. Yeah. Yes, you know, congealed milk. And don't forget that milk is brought out of meat. Yes, sir. Right. So they milked something out. It was milked out. So it's a it's a form of meat that a baby can take. It's also meat, but it's a kind of milk that is watery meat. Mm. It's milked. It's milked out of something meaty, very large meat, and then they brought out some watery part of it so that the baby can develop to be able to now partake of the real meat. meat. Amen. 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 So let's read from Hebrews, Hebrews 6. Around and 2. Just read it again. 
Hebrews 6, verses 1 and 2. It says, yes. therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. So it means that when you say not laying again, meaning that that foundation has been laid already. Yes, sir. Right. So it means that repentance from dead works is a foundation. Mm. Right. And it yes. has been laid. He said they should not lay it again. Hmm. It's been laid. So don't lay it again. Go on to perfection. Go up in the building. Leave foundation. So if you want to start to talk about foundation, foundation starts from repentance from the work. Yes. Right. So when you say works, dead works, works that are dead, it means that soul must turn from that works. So it's soul that is learning how to turn from that works is laying foundation. Foundation is being laid. Or when this doctrine is being taught, how to turn away from dead works. Right. So let's continue. And of faith towards God. And of faith towards God. Mm -hmm. Of the doctrine of baptism. baptism. And of the laying on of hands. And of the resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. So so what Pastor Bukumi, Pastor Sesi, Pastor Femi has been teaching us is our foundation. Right? Yes, sir. Our foundation is, it compasses all of these things. I'll be all encompassed. I'll be how will I use that English? Like, is all these things. Mm -hmm. Right? So, is, is foundation of repentance from dead works, faith towards God of the doctrine of baptism, laying on of hands, resurrection of the dead, and, sorry, resurrection of the dead, and then of eternal judgment. Of eternal judgment. So this we will do if God permits. So all of this now, so if I have all of this as a doctrine in my soul, as a doctrine that guard my soul, my living. What have I been able to achieve? Uncle Wesley. Um, you you've been able to lay the foundation in your soul. Lay the foundation in my soul. And but all of this is something, is Christ. Mm. Do you understand me? Yes, sir. Because Paul told us in the in book of Corinthians that there should no other foundation be laid. Oh, that, that's right. First Corinthians 3.11. Right? Say, for other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is what? Christ. Jesus Christ. 
So we can say that all of those things you read for us now is Jesus Christ. Hmm. Abby? Yes, sir. <laughs> so he now said, let us go on to perfecting Jesus. So, sorry to use this word, there is an imperfect Jesus. I know that people might start asking me questions now. Well, Pastor Jeff will answer it. <laughs> I'm not causing trouble for my pastor. So, praise God. Does it make any sense? Because if, if Hebrews 6 were now say, let us go on to perfection, not laying again. So, all these ones that we have laid. Now, the reason why I'm doing this is because, you know, sorry to do this, just because it thought flashed me before I came for this meeting. You know, like, it's just a thought, you know, just spiritual things, like it happens like that. You just want to minister, and then, you know, spirit starts start marinating over you, you know, just flying thoughts. You know. So, the thought was just like, if the foundation is like this, You get what I'm say, because I've gone through this thing over and again. And then I'm wondering if this foundation is like this, how will the building be? What is the expectation of God's building? Or expectation of God about his own building? For him to take time to lay this foundation. Are we not supposed to thank Jesus, you know, yeah. for, for laying such, meaning that the, the, the house, uh, Wesley, it will be solid. Yeah. If the foundation is this solid, because this is solid already. You know, a lot of Christians, this is what Paul, uh, P John was saying. After they finish laying foundation, they will say they don't have sin anymore. Paul yeah. John said, it's not that you have no sin. You lie, you know, because there is, you have done faith towards God, you Repent, dead box. You get our chance. He said, if we say then that we have no sin, we, lie, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is yes. not in us. So you see that place of sin, you know, that this whole foundation has not taken care of what Satan has done, sir. Huh. It's just the beginning of what would take care of of or undo Satan completely. It's not like Satan has not been taken because the site has been cleared, foundation is laid, but if you leave the house like that without building it, Satan can still come and take over that place and destroy the foundation. Do you understand? It's not like, you get what I'm trying to say, it's not like Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let me leave all of those things. So before I go into my class fully today, I want to ask one person, okay, last week we we had, um, you know, lots of conversation. What really blessed us? Who can tell me what was the thing that stood out for you? You know, sorry that I started on that note. I just wanted to pass that thought across and then for us to just continue to think on those things and like, you know, God's expectations of, of us is so high, massive, big, 
enormous, awesome, you know, and we should aspire to to go on to perfection, just like Hebrews one, Hebrews six verse one was an admonishing the Hebrew church. So, so that being said, you know, let me leave all of those thoughts. I just felt like I should just drop it there. Sorry. Um, Wesley, can you tell me what stood out for you last week? And if anybody wants to talk, you can just raise up your hand. Sorry, I'll put it on the spot. Start, you want me to, did you say me? Yes. I oh, okay. Um, for me, I guess it was the entire, the entire teaching. Uh, but I really, really was blessed by the way you broke down, you know, the parable of the talents. Yes, uh, that that um, that really stood out to me, and because um, you were able to communicate the importance of every ability mm. like you use that we receive and um but you specifically from the Lord. Mm. Yeah, because we can like you, you know, you were able, you were saying how you being able to, for example, play football is an mm. ability but is not received from the Lord. It's not so the abilities that one can receive from maybe, you know, parents or environment mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you go to school and you learn something. But there are also abilities that you receive from the Lord. And I believe one of the examples you used was if, if if someone can repent from dead works, it's an ability, something like that. And, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, so you, I was really blessed because... He said that every everything, every ability that we get from the Lord, we have to use it because we will be judged mm. according to what we do with them, with every single one of them. Mm. Yes. Yes, sir. Leslie, were you sure that you understand that? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure, sir. Wow. Okay. Any other person wants to? So, yeah, go ahead. Damian, Daniel. Um, hello, sir. Sorry. Go ahead. Hello, sir. Um, can you hear me? Clearly. Okay. So I think I was blessed by everything Wesley said and the parable of talent. I don't think I ever understood it, you know, the way you blessed us until last week. Um, and you also took some lessons from that second Corinthians where Paul was talking about them being epistles um, um, written. That you were talking about the writing by the spirit and not with the ink. And, and that's how they actually give you those gifts, you know, those talents um, or those capacity is the spirit impartation. And that's really what the spirit wants to do. And you, I, I think what really stood out for me not to say much is that what you, the talent you have is the one that has entered and sat in your heart. 
And you, if you don't have it, I mean, you can know it in head knowledge. And and but if it does not sat in your heart, then you, you don't have the talent. And that one is is actually spirit that rises with our um on our heart, and that's how we receive that capacity, that talent, which you called many things. You can be you can see it as grace. You know, if they have given you grace, like like you were talking about um last week, if if we have received the grace, then we have to. Um, working that grace that's mm. I think the word you used that really shook me um, I don't know if I remember it but um, we'll, we'll be rascals or we'll be as those that cast our pearls to the swine if we have those grace we're daily loaded with grace from all the daily ministration and yet we are not able to walk in them we'll be like that last that last servant that you know they don't use this talent. So I think I know the topic was internal judgments, but you you broke it down in a way that you know um the the reward at the end, you know, was clear. I understood it very well. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to mention that. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Okay. Any other person? One more. I can take one more and then we go to types of internal if there is no any other, let's go. So today we'll be looking at two types of eternal judgment. So two types of eternal judgment. So there are two classes of people living or that have lived upon the earth. Believers and unbelievers. The just and the unjust. Or the righteous and the unrighteous. Upon these two classes of people, eternal judgment will be categorized as revealed in the scripture or in scripture. Two kinds of eternal judgment that will take place are one, the white throne judgment. Number two, the judgment seat of Christ. So what did I call it? The white throne judgment, A. And then the B is what, Wesley? The judgment seat of Christ. Thank you. So we have two types of eternal judgment. There will be one white throne judgment. Second one is judgment seat of Christ. So the white throne judgment is the judgment seat of punishment where the ungodly will be judged. The ungodly includes the unjust, Wicked, unrighteous, and unbelievers who disobeyed the law of God as spelled out for them according to their dispensation. These laws can be categorized also into two again. But I want us to look at this white throne judgment. You know, so Revelations 22 verse 11 to 12. And then we'll look at Romans 2 again. Revelation 22, verse 11. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. Mm -hmm. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. Still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, 
let him be holy still. And now, be holy. From verse 7. From verse 7. From verse 6. Read verse 6. From verse 6. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. Be done. Continue. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. Mm -hmm. Verse 8, continue. And I, John, saw these, these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showed me these things. things. Then, then said he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren, the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book. Worship God. And he said unto me, Seal not the saints of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. Mm -hmm. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. Still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. So you see, so there is a judgment here. There is a giving of reward based on works. Right. Yes, sir. He said, behold, I come quickly. My reward is with me. And then to give Every man according to his works shall be. Verse 10 of that same chapter says, And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. Then he began to declare that those that are unjust because of time. Right? He said they should, he said, let him beyond justice. So at this point is no more is no more preaching or there is no more repentance. It is just for you to remain the way you are. Do you understand? <clears throat> Praise God, uh, Wesley. Yes, sir. Do you understand? So they are not begging you anymore. This is not this is not there is no more appeal. They are not appealing to your soul anymore. They are only saying, remain the way you are. Because this is a season of reward. I don't mm. know if you get what I'm saying. So it's not like you are... Amen. Amen. Yeah, so this is, these are talks or words of judgment. When you stand before judge, it's not the time for repentance. Amen. Do you get me? So my book, for example, when you stand before judge, yes. no more that's not a time whereby you say, oh, God, don't worry. I'll see me, I've changed right now. 
as I am right now. That's not when they talk about change. So that season, they say, just remain the way you are. And evidence or show your works or your the the the, the exposition of your works. When they expose your work, then they judge you based on it. You, you understand what I'm trying to say? So it's not a season of dialogue as it were. Yes. Yeah. So so white throne judgment, according to this book, it says it's a time of to judge the unjust. But when you look at it here, you see that also, if you read verse 1 of Revelation 22, he said, show me a river, pure, a pure river, right? Of water, of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. So you see, they, this was a tronic thing. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. That's what I just wanted to show from that. It's a tronic operation. That's mm-hmm. why it's white throne judgment. So as at that point, the two judge mm-hmm. or judges, let me use that's the right word. You see that word God and the Lamb. Um, at this point, you are going to be seeing those, those are the operation of the of all the light. So all the light for judgment is seated at, at that time. So there is no point of, so the day they, they sit, so what they say is proceeding out of the throne of God and all of those things are, uh, you know, you can read on and say, you know, they talk about cause, there should be no more cause, no more. All of these things are operation of, it says in the midst of the street of it, and either side. I don't want to go into this. But let me just, I just want to establish something here from that first one. But if you read that, uh, okay, verse 3 says, and there shall be no more cost, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and the servant shall serve him. You know, there, there is verse 5 I want us to read, verse 5 to be precise, yes. It says, and there shall be no more night. They need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light and shall reign forever and ever. Yes, so so you see that the light there is the light of the Lord God. Yes, sir. So when you say Lord God, what does that mean, Wesley? When you say Lord God. You don't have to know it. If you don't know it, there's no problem. If you do, you can try. If you do, fine. I'm not. I know, sir. Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 sir. See, please go ahead, sir. <laughs> okay, okay. I feel you know it. You are just trying to be humble. Well, no problem. So, so Lord God here, Wesley, are you with me, sir? Yes, sir. Yeah, so Lord God here, is if you read Genesis 1, Genesis 1, you will see the difference between this God and the Lord God. Let's see Genesis 1, verse 26. I think I've spoken about it before in one of of these classes. I can remember verse 26 says, And God said, 
you see, yeah, let us make man in our image and after our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. So it's God that said here, but go to Genesis 2. Or let's go to Genesis 1, verse 1. Verse 1. 1, 1. So, Wesley, read it for me. In the beginning, God. beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. I want you to say that word, God. In the beginning. In the beginning, God created heaven and the earth. Created. But we can see this operation is God's operation, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so let's move to verse 26 again and read it for me. And God said, Let, let us, and God said. So it's God that said here. Now let's go to Genesis 2. Verse 7. Oh, verse 4. Yes. Verse yes. 4. No, verse 4. Verse 4. These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created. They were created, they were created right? In yes, the, now, continue. In the day that the Lord God made earth and so, you see, the operation of the Lord God is not creating, is making. Yes, sir. So you could see here that when they said Lord God, they now began to use the word made. Mm. So this one is more engaging. Hmm. Do you understand? Read verse 7. You yes, see. Sir. And the Lord God formed. formed. You see what he does. I don't want you to go fast. Don't be too fast. And the Lord God did what? Formed. Formed. So he made. Then he yeah. formed. You see the way he does things. When you read chapter 1, verse 1, you see the created. Chapter 26, created. God created. This one formed. Made. Look for another Lord God. He says, and the Lord God formed the man of the dust, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became what? A living soul. Right? Now, look at this one again. Read Genesis 2 verse 8. And the Lord God planted. Planted. I like the word planted. You see? So you see the word made, formed, planted. Yes. How can you categorize those words for me? Any English students here that can give me a very good categorization of that? Or what, what makes it consistent? Or, Wesley, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yes, Action sir. Thank you. Thank you. So, what, what, what do you think, uh, Wesley? I want you to say something. Sorry that I'm using it. This is how it's flowing today. Let's I, just... it's okay. um, I was just, I don't know if any, okay, but anyway, sir, for me, I see um, the, the operation of the Lord God is more. Mm. Um, you know, it's not, let me just use the word, it's not creation, which is once, it's growing, it's building. God bless you. Make it. So you see that the Bible is very intentional. Yes, sir. You get, and it takes the eyes of the spirit to be able to see some of these things. You know, like God has to help us 
Amen. So, when you hear, Lord God giveth them light, in Revelation 22, does, mm. does it strike a chord now? Mm. Yes, sir. Light is a light for judgment. Is, is the, this it says, and they shall reign mm. forever and ever. So, what makes them reign is what they were given. That, and the word he used here is giveth them. Meaning that he wasn't, he didn't give them once. Yes, sir. You understand? He gave them. It's, it's, it's as a result of his comings to them. Hmm. You understand? So what they are building them for was for something that is everlasting. Because if you hear the word, then they shall reign forever okay. and ever. So the giving of the light is for dominion, everlasting dominion. Yes, sir. Amen. Is it making any sense? Yes, sir. So after all of that operation, then I'll say, let them that is unjust, because there's nothing more to give. Mm. They've given everything for to, for to make you just. So if you are still unjust, <laughs> then it means so, because there's no light for you again. Amen. Amen. And we don't found great mercy. At times I just look at some of these things like ah, this great mercy. What kind of mercy? And you know what? They didn't say we are going to get it anyhow. Wesley. Hmm. We are going to get it by going for meetings. At times, sometimes when you read Bible alone, you won't see all these things that we are saying now. You just read and pass. Hmm. Even when you try to slow down, you are not seeing anything. <laughs> I don't know if that has happened to you, but I open Bible. I wait on. You are waiting on Bible. Once in a while, just break open for you, and you are shouting, "Thank you, Jesus! Oh my God!" But sometimes you will just be dear, my God, Ashwala Bala. You even if you pray, Ashakato, Eshialaga, Shi 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 Eshi Shi Shi Oshi Shi Opum Pum. Open it, open it. <laughs> <laughs> you just know that when we gather like this, they just break one bread like this. Does it multiply the good? Does mm. it multiply the good? They feed everybody, they feed no stop. We still pack baskets. A lot of time when you listen to Pastor Jen, Pastor Femi, Pastor Bukumi, you just say pack basket, they go out. Uh, you understand? That is when they say in Nigeria. That you went to a party, you chop and then you pack girls. You understand? Yes. You see that one. So the next one week again for two, three days before you go for another meeting. In Yoruba, they call it a jail to you pack go out, like you get. So the giving of light is in the gathering of the saints, is is great mercy. That saints must gather. You understand? So yeah. amen. <clears throat> Amen. So, so you see the judgment. They said, let's in that because they have given light already. And that was why it now said in verse 6. Verse 6 now says what? Read for me. And, and he said to me, saints are faithful and true. They are true. They are faithful, full of faith 
and true. Continue. And, and Lord, Lord God of the holy prophets sent angel to mm -hmm. show his servants the things which must shortly be done. So what are the things that must shortly be done? Is the giving of his life is so that they will reign, they will have dominion. Yes. Mm. Yes. So it's the Lord God that does that thing. You see, in Genesis 1, it was also the same to Genesis 2, sorry, it was the one that did the short work that the Lord, the God already declared. Hmm. You understand? It was the one that came down and began to do the work. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. You saw him here. He said, the Lord God of the Holy Prophet sent his angel. He's still the same one. Now said, behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth sayings of this prophecy, of this book. Let's go on. I, I don't want to. Revelations at times is very technical. And, you know, yeah, sometimes. The reason why some of us never went to Revelation in our life was because Bible said that anybody that had to this book is <laughs> 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 if I testify out to you, every man that hear this word of this prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto it, if any man shall add unto, unto this thing, or unto these things, God shall have unto his pl the plate on that are written on in this book. And if any man, verse 19, shall take it away from it, from that day we just close this book and say. Bye bye you. I'm staying with um, Matthew to to Jude. Thank you very much. <laughs> you thank God for our daddy and Rekha Yeah, God used to open this book. This book would have would, would have never been opened. I like it. <laughs> As the people will just be extracting things much more from jail. Carry it and just tell you and run away. You know, but the eyes of the epistle could show us this book and we thank God for it. So it's a tonic thing. I just wanted to establish that that judgment of the word is a tonic thing, but there is also God has already done something before that judgment. Why throne judgment? He has given light. And that was why I wanted to just let us to see that. Does it make any sense, uh, Wesley? Yes, sir, it does. It does. Awesome. Awesome. So God already did something. He gave light. And then after the giving of light, then he said, because anyone that has received those lights have allowed the formation of the Lord God. It has... If that person has allowed what God promised from the beginning, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. So image and likeness is the is the two two is the two properties of judgment. Does that make sense? Or two things for judgment? Let me use that word. So when you say the tablet of the stone, two tablets. The first tablet is image. Second tablet is likeness. 
image and likeness. So what makes God good? There are two things. The brightness of his glory and then the express image of his person. That brightness of God's glory is his likeness. Hmm. Express image of his person. Do you understand? So those two things are the light of the throne. Those are tronic light. Hmm. Now, anyone that doesn't receive those, eh, I don't know how best to say it. At times, I'm very scared of the words of Jesus. It scares me. Because Jesus will tell you, be perfect. Even ask my father. He didn't even say as he is perfect. Hmm. As my father that is in heaven is perfect. I don't know if that's scary to you. But yet, you see Jesus say to somebody by him, a thief, and say, today you'll be with me in paradise. But yet, he will tell us that we should be perfect. Amen. Amen. And then in this place, he will tell you, if you are unjust, be unjust, because I come with reward. Now, let me ask you a question. Somebody that went to heaven straight on the day Jesus was dying, Will that person receive reward? Praise God. Hallelujah. So, because that person, if he says, he says, this reward is for, he said, to give to every man according as his work shall be. That guy that died that day, mm. he doesn't have works yet. He has yes. a... I don't know, maybe you get what I'm saying. Yes, sir. So that person, Still, he will be judged. Still, he will be in maybe new earth, some kind of place. But I tell you, he would not be in places mm. that people that ask work will be. It's not possible. Yes. <coughs> Do you understand that? So, this reward here is a praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So is this reward is with me. I like the word with me. That word is it the reward is with me. So there is a reward that is Jesus that I will give to every man according as his work shall be. Because the, the end product of that work is what will determine the reward that you receive. Yes. Do, do you understand? So this reward is with me. I can tell you that this reward is him. In some kind of form. But let me leave it. Let me leave that thought. Let's read. Let me... Let me buttress the last scripture. Let's read uh, Romans 2. Let's read Romans 2. I will bless this evening. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, let's start from verse 1. Romans 2 from verse 1. Therefore thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judgest. For wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself. 
for thou that judgest doest the same things. Continue. But we are sure that the judgment of God is according to truth. Again, so, more. yes, Abby, we are yes. very sure. We are sure that the judgment of God is according to what truth against them which commit such things. Right, continue. And thinkest thou this, O man, that mm -hmm. judgest them which do such things, and doest the same, that thou shalt escape the judgment of God? Mm -hmm. Or despisest thou the riches of his goodness, and forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance? Mm -hmm. But after thy hardness and impenitent heart treasureth up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and the revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to every man according to his to them who by patient continuance in well-doing seek for glory. Glory immortality and eternal life. Now, before we go on, hold on. I want to show us something here by the message, by the help of God. It says, who would render to every man according to his what? His deeds. Meaning that when you say, why throw judgment? This is a deed kind of judgment. So when you say render, this render too, what does it mean? Um, Wesley, maybe you can help me so that because I'm not a very good English student, but I'm trying. Uh, so I see, based on what your teachings, I see that renders give according to. So render is more like give, Abby. Yes. Render. If yes. We can say reward. Yes. Right. If, if anybody can get another word from me. I don't mind. So, yeah, there is a place that says provide or give. Another one says supply. Or the word punish. Mm. Do you understand? So, so, when you say render to every man, so one thing I see here is that when you say that word white throne judgment, that word white, mm. they are going to judge based on true, the tronic light, which is a white operation. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So it's a is this thing is is a garment. So it means that any time I do righteousness, I'm sewing a garment. Mm. So that garment is deeds. Amen. Amen. So that is when you now appear, when you appear before the Lord, there will be no, I don't know how to put this, there will be no, you, know, you are not going to be trying to say, and maybe there will be no lie. You can't lie. 
you know that the judgment of this life, as in the judge, as in currently now, like, for example, some of us are from Nigeria. We know what's happening in Nigeria right now, that we have a government that got there, you know, in a way that people feel, <laughs> you know, people feel this is unjust. And the other part is going for, you know, judgment in terms of, you know, but we know that they can prove him wrong with all manner of lies. Hmm. Did you get, like, we still have lawyers that can lie, I neck, with uh, what the all manner of things can happen that make it you not know, connect, even though we all know that it's a lie. But they can still win. I'm not saying they win. We pray they won't win by God's grace. But even if they win, even if, because the way it is, is Nigeria, right? So Nigeria can surprise you. You know, because <laughs> truth is, let me tell you, even if God has a will, man can upturn God's will. God yes, needs sir. to carry out his will on earth. You don't know. Yes. It's in the Bible. No, that one is another story. The other. So people can change, you know, except if God now goes, you know, like, uh, I don't want to use the word that came to my mind, but, you know, but, but I'm saying that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm saying that, you know, so, but in that case of earthly judgment, it's possible to, to mm. make it with lies. Yes. So with words. But this kind of judgment is not going to be like that. You will not stand with, before God with your mouth. You are going to stand before God with your deeds. Meaning that for everything I do, there is a record. Do you hmm. understand? And that record is the garment that you are sewing. So when it's a white throne judgment, immediately you land and your garment is not white. You just know where you belong. You understand that kind of a thing. Hmm. Does it make any sense to you? Yeah. So, so when you say who, who, who will render to every man according to his deeds, it's just that you are not going to be, they are not going to render anything to you based on what you say. Hmm. Or what you would tell them that uh, happened. That's why when you read that verse 1, verse 1 says that inexcusable. So there will be no excuse. Oh man, so you understand. So you will not say there will be no amen. Nobody will excuse you. Hmm. Yes. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So the judgment is based on. So if you quickly start judging yourself now, you will not be judged. So how do you judge yourself? You judge yourself according to truth. Do you understand? So, knowing fully well that the true standard is very high, so you have to continually put your 
put your gaze on truth for judgment. Okay. Amen. So that you can store right garment. This thing, eh, this thing should help us. What I'm saying this evening should help us adjust our heart. You see, all this repentance from death is not just teaching. It's not that pastor, pastor Femi just wants to teach and excite us. And, you know, that kind of thing. Maybe he's doing his own ministry. No, there is nothing like that. If I want to be anything in this group, I want to be listening. Hmm. Because even teacher, they say our own king is true. Is true. They will judge you for what you have done in your flesh. And then they will now judge you for what you say that you did not do. You, so it's, it's a very big one. And then time I think about that, I was like, oh my God. So if there is king that they are going to flood people, just know that that's why you have to pray, pray for us, you know, pray for your pastors and all. Just know that, you know, like you that you are listening and you are doing. They will judge you one time. The people that have thought, they will judge them twice. Because they will first judge you according to what you did. And then they will judge you according to what you say. That you do and you did not do. So I, uh, people that are very quick to answer pastor, I pity them at times. Like, even me, I pity pastors, even as I'm a pastor. I pity myself. You get like, oh God, just help me. Because you know why? Because you can say things even under the anointing. Amen. Like, Amen. It's so solid, strong things under the anointing and then you don't even have any... The Bible talks about Jesus that began to do the things that he said. He didn't start to say them first. He did them. Yes. And then he starts saying them. So, do you understand? I'm just trying to emphasize what the white throne judgment is. So, is it judgment? What did I call it, Wesley? A deeds judgment. Judgment. Yeah, so it's a judgment according to this. God will render to every man according. Thank you, Elaine. It's judgment. So, so the more I obey God, the more I get ready for that throne judgment. That's why you will see here that they didn't say that this white throne judgment, when I read it, they said it's those that disobey God, go, go that this judgment was for. Hmm. It wasn't for those that obeyed God. Because you've passed that judgment as you are living righteously. Do you understand? What, you know what I mean? P-A-S-S. You passed. Yes. Why? You passed. So, let me, let me continue. Or let's read this place finish. Maybe we can just gain some things again. At seven. Verse seven. To them who by patient continuance in well doing. Well, see, see the word now. So these people are doing well. Doing well, yes. For glory. Continue. Speak for glory and mm -hmm. honor and immortality, eternal life. This reward here is eternal life. Because of what they are seeking for. Continue. It says, but unto on them that are contentious, contentious, do not obey the truth, 
but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. I'll go back to verse 7 before you continue. Go back to verse 7. I saw to them who patient continuance in well doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. So this one we can we can we can dovetail it with that place that says, let him that is unjust. The same thing we did, verse seven and verse eight. Let him be unjust till. Let him that is filthy be filthy still. Right? He that is righteous, be righteous still. And let him that is holy, be holy still. Verse 12. Then I come quickly and my reward is with me. So what is the reward that is with him? Is eternal life. Uh -huh. Because of what they are doing. That word, be righteous still, be only still, is what separated them, is what they are seeking. Hmm. Where did you understand that? So what yeah. they seek, what they are gazing on, is what separates them. So that's why he's saying to them, remain that way. Hmm. Stay like that. Do you understand that? Yes, sir. Praise God. So, you, is it making any sense? So, let's go back to that Romans 12, 2. You see, just to compare it. So, so we can say, my reward is with me. So, what is his reward, Wesley? Eternal life. Eternal life. So, what is eternal life? That's the life of the throne. Of course. And around this. You understand? Eh? Thank you. So this is the tronic life. And that's what he's going to give to them. So, but that throne too has wrath. He mm. has indignation. So you see, there is no option for, for the, you cannot you cannot have the double standard life mm. in this part. It has to be one thing you are focused on. Let's continue verse 8. Uh, I think we are in verse 9 now. Yes. Um, I'll just read. Okay. Verse 9. Well, tribulation and anguish okay. upon every soul of man that doeth evil. So of this means something. that You see the reward first will land on somewhere. Where is he mm. going to land? Soul. Soul of man. The soul of man. So this soul of man is what will wear the garment. Mm. Right? So this is where we are either white or we are black. Let me use that. Sorry to, to use that <laughs> word. <laughs> you understand? So it's either you are dark in your soul or you are light. Mm. So upon every soul of man, they didn't say every man here, there's a soul of man that dwells evil, meaning that would do the evil in the soul. Mm. Yes. 
Amen. Amen. Continue of the Jew what? first. Of the Jew first and also of the Gentile. Mm -hmm. But glory, honor, and peace to every man that worketh good to so the we Jew. Can, we can also say that this is also to every soul of man. Soul of man that's yeah, working. Worketh good. So meaning that the soul can wear glory. The yes. soul can honor. The soul can wear peace. These are rewards that Jesus has mm. with him. Continue. To the Jew first and also to the Gentile. For there is no respect of persons with God. See, that word respect of persons is that is according to how you do. That's what you get. God will not be, he will not do pasture. It's not a judge that will say, ah, because I like this person's face. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Like of, like of face, there is no bribery, no bias, thank you, nothing. There is no, there is no that I even come, you know, I like, ah, see, it's me that Pastor says he likes the most in fellowship. There is nothing like that. There is nothing like, ah, Pastor Jeff loves me more. Or oh, Pastor Femi, I am his favorite. His deeds. Hmm. They understand. So if God say, for example, you say, Pastor, let me not even go there. Let me go down. So. Let me, let's go. So does that make sense? So for, there is no respect of persons with God. So, um, then he began to talk about nature with those things. Let's leave it. Have we been blessed this evening? I hope I'm not too slow. No, sir. You have been very blessed. Yeah. I just feel we should just look at even me. I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm also understanding this whole thing as I'm teaching it. You know, so he said the white throne judgment. So we can see that what makes this judgment unique is a deeds judgment. I want us that away from this this part if that's what we take away today i want us to you know look at it so is a deep judgment meaning that for everything i do i am sewing up a garment either white or black both to the jew or to the gentiles is our soul this judgment is a judgment that that records the record of everything that we do is is what they judge or uh, what they use as well first of all you know we saw in revelation that they've given light for they've given light from lord god to raise a people yes it says yes an everlasting people they that shall reign forever so the Lord God giveth them light. So this light would happen. It's already happening. So this one is happening right now. And, you know, and what we are calling for is judgment. As these teachings are going on on the earth, what we are calling for is God's judgment. That we are, because God is making the people ready so that God can judge the earth and judge the heavens. Does it make sense? Yes, sir. 
So the judgment seat of Christ. Let's move on. I want to go to okay. Let me go to. I'm still on the white throne judgment. Sorry. So the white throne judgment has something. It says these laws can be categorized into two also. So there is what is called the law of conscience. And then there is the law of Moses. And then there is also the gospel. So the conscience is the seat of judgment in a man's soul that helps him to know good or evil, good or bad. Sorry, my daughter, she's sleeping here and she's just coughing. Okay, so it says this will help us to know, like you help the man. He says the judge, the, the conscience is the seat of judgment in a man's soul that helps him to know good or bad so that he can do that which is good. This is the law that God placed in every man. The major code of this law is faith. Those who disobey the law of their conscience to the utmost will be eternally punished. So the law, these laws are faith, mercy, and judgment. Praise God. Hallelujah. Read for me. So you see, the, the conscience, you know, when you, let's read it first before I, I, I explain it. Let's read Romans 2, verse 12 to 15. Okay. Romans 2, verse 12 to 15. For as many as have sinned without the law without shall the law. also perish without law. Mm -hmm. And as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just before God, but mm. the doers of the law shall be justified. For mm -hmm. when the Gentiles, which have not the law, do mm -hmm. by nature the things contained in the law, these, having not the law, are a law unto themselves, which show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also in witness, and their thoughts the meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another. Read that 15 again. Which show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness and their thoughts, the meanwhile accusing or else excusing <laughs> one another. So read verse 16. In, In the day when God 
shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according, according to my gospel. Do you see that? So let's 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 see it one after the other. Amen. Are we blessed? Do we like this teaching? Yes, sir. Very beautiful. Yes, sir. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being patient with me. I don't want to rush it at all. I'm trying to take it small, small. Amen. So let's read. Let's we'll come back here. But I want to say some things now. But I want to say them so that I can just be using them interchangeably. The way we looked at uh, white throne judgment, and then we established it very well. That's a deeds judgment, right? So now under white throne judgment, there is what's called a law of conscience. And that's what we want to also we are looking at. So let's read First Timothy 1, verse 18. First Timothy 1. 18 and 19, and then read 20. Okay. This I charge. This charge I commit. This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecy which went before on thee, that, that thou by them mightest war a good war. Verse 19. Holding faith and a good conscience. Which some, having put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck. So, so what shipwrecks faith is, is is when a man does not have a good conscience and is not holding faith, right? So, holding faith and a good conscience, which having put away. So, it means that people can put away faith and conscience concerning faith. Because if you see when I was reading it, I told you that it is this law of conscience, the major code of that law is faith. Meaning that when you are being taught faith, is the giving of life that that raises judgment or that raises your conscience, or that makes your conscience good. Mm -hmm. I will explain. This is a Bible and James Watson. Did you hear me? But you need to drink water. You are popping. Praise God. Sorry about that, please. So, so, so what was I saying? I said, holding faith and a good conscience, which some have been put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck. So what is the good conscience? So when you are being taught faith, or when you are being taught, when you are being taught Christ, or it's not just Christ. Every faith in in light. Amen. Amen. Let me let me bring it down. So every faith eh, raises your conscience. So do you understand what I'm trying to say, Wesley? So 
Meaning that faith, sorry, conscience does not work better when there is no teaching of it. Mm. Because your conscience will be would only use a law. Mm. A law that he knows. Mm. You know, so conscience can use law of sin and death. Do you get what I just said? Yes, sir. And it will look good. It's not, you know, it can take the good of, of that law. Let me show, let me give an example. For example, do you know that some people, because while we're being raised those days, like when you're in scripture union and all of this stuff, they'll tell you that if you wear trousers, you are, you are, you've sinned. You know those years, that year that, you know, trousers was a sin, this was a sin, that was a sin, if you do this, you have sin. You know, all of those kind of things mm-hmm. for ladies, you know, and all of those things. You know that that thing, if it's taught soul over time, if the soul puts it on, mm. the soul just so the conscience is activated wrongly. Mm. Do you understand? Yes, sir. So the soul can begin to, so the soul will just be like, and that conscience will just be like, Anytime my, my conscience is just judging me. Have you heard that before? For example, I heard about a woman that came to Canada and he was in, she was in Nigeria and then she said she would never wear trousers. And then she was the minus spot the outside. With, <laughs> and they took hospital after like maybe 25 minutes because the leg was almost gone. So this woman that started preaching to everybody that uh, it's not a sin, honestly. <laughs> so she has a new message for people. So, <laughs> so despite the that one by experience, the conscience <laughs> job. Uh, mm. Lastly, did you see that? So experience can adjust conscience. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. So, so, so it means that what raises that seat of judgment is the kind of law that is given to that place. So you have a good conscience when you are being taught rightly. Does it make sense? Yes, sir. In that place, then, according to the law of faith, the law of faith, mercy and judgment can sit rightly in your conscience and will be executed well. Hmm. May we not be taught wrongly. Amen. Do you understand? There is no way, if you are taught wrongly, you will shipwreck faith. Or shipwreck defeat. So that's why for the for the white throne judgment, this law of the conscience is very important. Now let's see 
let's see that place that we read. He said, for as many have sinned without law. Yes, shall be judged. Right. He says, shall also perish without the law. Verse 12 of Romans 2. Yes. For as many as have sinned without law shall also perish without law. And as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. So you see, so how are they going to judge the people without law? They didn't, they didn't spare them. Yes. So there must be a law. <laughs> you, you, you get what I'm trying to say? Because if there is no law, then there is a law. Yes. Yes, sir. Do you understand? Because the law of sin, too, is a law. It's a law. So that law that is not available is what is perishing the soul. Mm -hmm. Or the law that is not available for the soul to anchor on is allowing another law to walk so that soul can perish. Does it yeah. make sense? Yes, sir. So he said, and as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. So you know the law. You sin in the law. You have the law. You sin in the law. Then there is a judgment. Meaning that, so what they judge by is law. Mm. So that was why I now said verse 13. Read for me. For not the not the hearers of the law are just before God. But the doers of the law shall be justified. Shall be justified. So you see, so the giving of the law is for what is for justification. Mm. But when they give law, they are not expecting law to remain. In our ears, mm. uh, law must move our legs. Do you understand? So, and then by before law can even move our legs, it must activate our conscience. Mm. Do you understand? So, because when your conscience is activated by the law of Christ, praise God. Hallelujah. Then judgment can begin within the soul. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you have something for judgment. You see that conscience is the seat. That's a throne there. Mm. Being light. So anytime you want to turn, light shines from your conscience. That's mm. how faith can stand and remain. Mm. So there is a law person. There is a judge on the seat. There is a judge. You see that law? Oh God, I've seen something in my spirit. This is beautiful. So you see that counselor is in your conscience. It counts anytime you want to turn, it just activates the law. Pa, 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 pa. Mm. The conscience is very powerful. You don't say, ah, I can't do this thing. Ah, my conscience, ah, my conscience is not allowing me. Ah, you know, ah, that soul is bad. A very healthy soul that your conscience is alive. No, it's alive with the law of the spirit of life. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Wesley, does it make sense? Is it making sense? 
Yes, sir. So judgment is available. And as, as long as that thing is there and life, any minute you want to do, when laws are, when, are, when these things are laid by the spirit in the soul, eh, an activation of your conscience, just that man will live as a righteous man. Mm. You will live righteously. When you have good conscience, ah, may our conscience be good. Amen. Amen. So what is that person going for? Justification. Because anytime you have a very good conscience, in no time you will be just. Do you understand? Because you will be doing law. No. Yes. Because your conscience is alive. Your conscience is checking you. It is based on... So how do we raise conscience, Wesley? By, first of all, getting, based on Timothy, you get faith that can change your conscience and you do, you do them. Yes, sir. May you so, exercise your conscience in doing what is right. Bless you. So the giving of light is what makes conscience good. Yes, sir. Do you, do you understand that? So, and then the more you do good, the more good your conscience becomes. Yes. Yeah. And then Ellen said something here. She said, conscience keeps light. So it keeps light for judgment season, for to judge you. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yes, you know sir. how your conscience works? You can tell me how your conscience works, right? Each and every one of us know. At least the little you know, you know something. Ah, my conscience is pricking me, you know? That's what conscience does most of the time. Yes. Pricks, tells you. you know? So it's not all the time that is the Holy Ghost that comes yeah. to tell you things. When they raise you, you know, your conscience will talk. Are we blessed? Yes, sir. So the law of Moses, too, is part of the things that they used to judge some people. You see that word, law, law. That law here in verse 12 can be, because if you look at it, he's talking about both Jews and Gentiles. You know, there was a time my daddy was teaching this thing, but there is law, where you say law, in the law. You know, the Gentiles doesn't have a law. Yes. But later, it was God used Paul to let us see that there is a law that is not even without, that is within. Hmm. Because even in this place, he said, for when the Gentiles, verse 14, yes, sir. when the Gentiles which have not the law, do by nature. That word nature here. How did they get? How did they get a nature that can do law? Hmm. Knowing fully well that they are Gentiles. They do by nature the things contained in the law. 
He said, these have not the law. So what law is he talking about here? It is the law that was given to the Jew. Mm. Do you understand? But he said, they are now a law unto themselves. Meaning that the law that they are living by is a law within. Mm. You understand? Yes. This law within is better if you are obeying, if you are obeying the law without, no problem. But make sure you obey. Do you understand? But this one, you cannot see, they don't have any law, but they've done all your laws. Is it which show the work of the law written? I like the word written in their heart or hearts. So it means that it says which show the work of the law written. So this one is a sign that something was written in their hearts because by nature they were doing law. Mm. Yes. Which is better? Which is better? The law that is by nature. That word nature there, we can say divine nature is also like that. Mm. You understand? Divine nature. That divine nature is, is from the giving of the incorruptible seed. Yes. So so how were Gentiles able to get to that point? Because something was written by the spirit. And their conscience also bear witness. And they are taught. And they are taught the meanwhile as accusing or else excusing one another. In that day, in the day when God shall judge secrets of men by Jesus Christ. So God was giving stone his nature. That's why that stone 
was well protected. So they had to keep the stone in the tabernacle. And that was protected. And then even when people stole the tabernacle, the tabernacle disturbed them. What was disturbing them was the stone in the tabernacle. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Thank you. So, so that's why Jesus made a statement at some point. When Jesus said, if you... If people doesn't worship him again, he said, God will raise stone. God has already done it before. Hmm. Do you understand? By writing himself in stones. But don't forget that he actually called us stones. Hmm. Right? So we are supposed to be the one that will carry nature. Yes. That will carry law. So law is for something. So this is what I see, that when they raise all the compartment of the soul, the conscience, all of those places, eh, those are the place of God's seat. That's God's truth. All of those places, they are judgment seats. So when you appear before God, when God sees his laws in you, he knows that you are a truth. Because of what you carry, you have law within you. He knows that by nature, you are qualified for his throne. Did you understand what I mean? So, so, so the giving of the law physically was not enough. It wasn't what God wanted to do, really. But yes. he just used it as an addendum, like a stopgap. So that they can, and the more they cite it, the more they understand. Do you understand? So this law will also be based, will, will be the basis upon which God's judgments will be executed. The major tenets of the law of Moses are judgment also, faith also, and what? Mercy. <laughs> so every they have been seen on the Old Testament. It's still the same thing. It's the same thing. But he couldn't write it upon them in the days of, because they will have become weak and they can't bear it. But everything, all the operation of that same thing is this mercy that brought all of that to bear. You understand? So based on this law, God will also judge men. So those who had no access to gospel in the church age, note, will be judged by the conscience. The hmm. understand? So according to the law that was available in that season, that raised the... So the, the law that was available to the Jew. Amen. Amen. The Jew that doesn't have gospel or were not around in the time of the gospel will be judged also. The Gentiles too will be judged also. So how are they going to judge them? Via conscience. Conscience. So because that time when man fell and was weakened, God still kept some things in the conscience. 
So according to those things that are God's own thing that were remaining in the conscience, because how do I know? If you look back, even after man fell, you could see that something was still talking to Cain. Mm-hmm. So Cain's conscience was very, very alive. He was closer. He could hear the law. He could hear God very well. Yes, yeah. So his conscience was really, really alive. He actually seared his conscience. He killed himself. Do you understand? So yeah. even after man fell and everything looks like he's really bad, he's really bad. You could still see that. In man's judgment seat, to kill a woman being is very hard. Hmm. Do you understand? So man still have some kind of things in the soul. But right now, they are destroying everything. They are, man is trying to, to kill everything. Like what are saying that they want to start a competition for some things that you just saw that was flying in the news of recent. All manner of things that is in Romans 1 from verse 20 and all of that downwards is as a result of man trying to kill the things that are remaining. Do you understand? Like, we don't want these things anymore. Nothing should speak. I should be able to sing and nothing should preach. Hey. You understand? I want to sing and feel normal. Do, do you understand? So, man, when you get to that point, you are gone. God doesn't make, God did not make man like that. Amen. Amen. Is, is it making any sense? Yes, sir. So those who doesn't have access to the gospel, but now the gospel is available, I'll end it up here. So by the gospel to God is going to judge. And that's why you see there in verse 16, it says in the day when God shall judge the secret of men by Jesus Christ, according to my gospel, according to my gospel. So if you look at, I was saying it yesterday in our meeting, I said, do you know that Paul, uh, sorry, Enoch walked with God even in the day where there was no, where man had fallen and he was not. So God showed us something that as at that time, even when after man fell, man was not totally gone. Do you understand me? So man could still follow God still God took him because he pleased God. So what was pleasing God in that soul? Even though the spirit was dead, so there was something in that soul that God kept there. And that thing was still activated. And God was pleased with, with Enoch's work. So, but the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ has been established. This, the first two dispensations are before the gospel. Do you get so the first two dispensations I spoke about the law of conscience and then the law of Moses. But I also said it in such a way that it can apply to this present time because the conscience itself is still intact now. 
Now, God is now raising conscience now. But in time past, we had conscience. God kept things in conscience that Satan couldn't totally erode. And mm. that's what of faith, mercy, and judgment. You see those three things? They are things that God kept in the conscience that for those that didn't listen or didn't, we are now available in the days of Jesus or didn't have opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus, they will be judged by those things. Hmm. Yes. Do you, you understand? Yes, sir. So, and then God will also judge people by the law of Moses. But Paul also heaved it that people, some people, the work of the law were written in their heart and by nature they were doing the things that are in the law. Even though they didn't have the law. Me, I'm interested in those ones. Who are these guys that were able to hack the law with their soul? Amen. Amen. So he says the first two dispensations are before the gospel. In the age, in the church age, some had refused the gospel. And some others will still refuse the gospel. This set of people will be judged by the gospel. So in the in the church age, we'll, we'll be judged. We'll judge everybody. Matter, matter. Everyone that has heard the gospel that refused it will be judged by the gospel. So God will not use the law of conscience or law of mercy for those that are under this dispensation. The current dispensation. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Like what people will always say, I'm a good man. I'm a good man. I'm a good man. There's nothing like that. I'm a good man. I'm a good man. I didn't do anybody bad. I remember my dad in those days telling me, I'm a good, I'm a good man. I didn't do anybody bad. I'll get to I'll stand before my maker, my brother. That's in my now work. Hmm. It's not about just being a good man, just being a good man. You need the gospel. Let's finalize. First Corinthians, second uh, Corinthians one verse seven to nine. Read that for me and then second Thessalonians. Thessalonians, sorry. Thessalonians. One verse seventy-nine. Right. And and to you who are troubled. Should I read from six or just seven? Okay. Um, okay, and to you who are troubled, rest with us. You can read from six. You can even read from five. All right. So which is a, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God that ye may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, for which ye also suffer, seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. And to you who are troubled, rest with us, when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 9. 
who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. So we see here that he says, in claiming fires, taking vengeance, was it on them that no, not God. know not God. So you see, so knowing not God, ignorance is not going to be an excuse. I don't know, does not, I'm, I'm a good guy, I don't know God, I don't know the gospel, and that obey not the gospel. So it's not, it's not even enough to understand the gospel. You get what I'm trying to say? I'm not obeyed. Yes. So every instruction the Lord is going to be giving us in this season is for, for escape. You get so every time God gives instruction, is for us. I don't want to go further. I just want to stop there. You know, I want us to thank Jesus this afternoon, this evening. I want us to. I want us to pray for ourselves. Just a few. It's a very. It's a very tough. You know. Zone that the Lord will. Lord Jesus himself will help us to be obedient children, obedient children to the gospel that will be by nature we will do the things that are contained in the law are contained in the in the tablet you know, in the name of Jesus in the gospel the things that contain Jesus will strengthen us. Be disobedient, children. In the name of Jesus, Allah barata bakosis imiasha tabalaka tofiniasa simiasha toba. He barana masusho bekete. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. I want us to pray. Lastly, that the Lord will help us to patient continuance. That would seek glory, honor, and uh, immortality, then eternal. In the name of Jesus, that our eyes will not shift, will not shift gaze from our from what seeking. In the name of Jesus, that our gaze will not be shifted. Our gaze will not be shifted from life. Our gaze will gaze unto unto everlasting, unto eternal. We'll gaze, we'll gaze on you, Jesus, as you, as you release life, as you release the life of our dominion, Jesus, as you release the dominion life, the chronic life, the Lord will do them in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, one of the strength of Satan is, uh, sorry, one of the brag of Satan is that in this time, now nobody will do God's will. Mm. That's what he wants to achieve, actually. He wants to sell that idea so much that people will not do the will of God. But, you know, but if people would do God's will, you know, and God will strengthen our hearts, he will strengthen us, he will strengthen our feet, he would help us all, help us all to arrive safely in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Jesus, I thank you. Thank you for this evening. Thank you for help. 
Thank you for utterance. Thank you for entrance. Thank you for the delivery. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for judgment. Thank you for faith. Thank you. Thank you for raising us. Thank you for moving us forward. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We stay away the land of the enemy over our soul, over our souls, over our souls in the name of Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.